Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Victoria. And you're listening to the Absolutely Imperfect Podcast, where two friends talk about their lives and how imperfect it all really is. Welcome to the conversation. Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome back Welcome to another back. episode. <laughs> Jordan, what are we talking about today? We are talking about dating and relationships. Sorry, I got thrown off because I'm in my head. I'm like dating singleness, dating singleness. But then I'm like, wait, because what if? I mean, both of us are in that stage of our lives, but we just just stared at each other, just deadlocked. Like, do we want to do this? Dating and relationships and singleness. I don't know. Dangerous waters. (laughs) Tread lightly. Tread lightly. (laughs) But this is gonna be an interesting episode because oh in my opinion because Mm. like you were saying when we were choosing a topic to talk about you we we don't haven't really gotten into this topic so it's gonna be a a fun one it is gonna be a fun one i mean in my humble opinion this is gonna be a fun one but it could go horribly wrong i don't know (laughs) again tread lightly lightly and we'll find out (laughs) i don't know okay so just getting right into it we're both single right now yes Yes, we are. And single, I think that we're single, baby. <laughs> I'm a single ladies. Oh, single ladies. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so we're both single, but I feel like we we might be in different stages of singleness. Ah, uh, different seasons of singleness. Uh, I know that one oh too well. <laughs> uh, guys, so we're recording this again later in the evening. Oh, and grandma so hours. <laughs> we're both, yeah. <laughs> So you're going to hear lots of accents and lots of silliness as we talk about yes. this. Also, probably low-key a coping mechanism as we talk about something yeah. that could be. <laughs> if I get awkward, this is what I do. <laughs> I, go, I resort to accents. Horrible ones, I might add, oh but accents. Gosh. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like I, I'm in an area of singleness where I'm not ready to date. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel the desire to date. Just because I'm, I don't know, I I think I want that person, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think deep down most of us do. I'm not saying everyone. Right. But, yeah. I want that person. Does my life revolve around finding that person? Mm. No. Yeah. Can I recognize that I'm not in a place in life where I can really invest the time necessary into a healthy relationship? Mm. Yeah, Which I just good. I don't think that I could. So I'm in this weird season where I definitely feel waves of waves of that loneliness. Mm-hmm. But then I recognize, even if, okay, say my quote unquote dream guy shows mm-hmm. up at my door, mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, I'm your dream guy, <laughs> and I'm great, and I think you're great, and we should date." <laughs> that's not on that book's closed done <laughs> okay i would look at him and be like i need you to come back in about let's say um let me check my calendar <laughs> yeah hold on let me check the gcal <laughs> to see where i have availability um, i can fill you in about um 2022 <laughs> <laughs> yes august of 2022 i should have a solid two days where i have nothing going on <laughs> Just two. Just two. That's, That's it. That's your opportunity, right your back. window of opportunity. Yeah. But th- I, the weird thing is, like, I feel these things, mm. but I also recognize that 
relationships take sacrifice. Oh, yeah. And I'm building a life where there's always going to be a decision of time management. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. It's always a choice. Yeah. What so, you're going to pour your... Exactly. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. Why am I spacing? Energy. Time. Uh, energy time. Yeah. Um, intention for... So, yeah. So, it's hard because I think I'm just building solid routines and habits and self-care and things as my schedule is now Mm -hmm. so that when that person comes in and I meet them I know how to wiggle them into my g-cal in a way prioritize that's the word prioritize yeah prioritize them Mm -hmm. without it overtaking my life yes you know because I think I'm definitely in a space where I want that mature mature relationship where it's not all the time. Mm-hmm. Like we're two grown people who mm-hmm. have our own lives and creative pursuits and, and jobs and passions. And exactly. Yeah. How still. do our two roads in the wood merge? Yes. You know, and can, sorry, guys, I have to adjust this lamp. It's blinding me. <laughs> not fun. Not fun. Um, can confirm it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. So that's where I'm at in my singleness. And mm-hmm. I'm sure I have so much more to say, but I would love to hear about where you personally think you are in your singleness. My time to shine, ladies and gents. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, sorry, I'm in a really weird mood. So I apologize <laughs> well in advance for this however long episode. Um, I'm going to get right into it now and answer the question. <laughs> and so where I'm at in my singleness. <laughs> You might ask. Um, so it's it's actually really funny. I would say a little, almost a year ago now, I was, <laughs> oh gosh, she's still on this. I was just like a monologue about like <laughs> how weird of a mood you're in. And I'm like, why is she still going on about this? Sorry. Oh my God, that was so funny. You're welcome, listeners, if you need a good laugh. Or you're welcome, Jordan, if no one else is laughing. I know. People are probably like, "What is? can we on? move on, please, with the topic? Y'all are just wasting so much of my time. Anyway, um, my season of singleness. Um, So about a year ago, I would say I was like on all the dating apps and, you know, looking for, I guess I was more, not desperate, I was looking for someone. But I still was okay with not finding someone. Like, I'm just kind of like, eh, I'm just there meeting people. If something became of it, awesome. If not, also great. You know, I was just there. You were dabbling. Yes, dabbling, as they say. Um, And then I moved to New York, and I still had dating apps and whatnot. And then after a few dates, I'm like, uh, what am I doing? <laughs> this is – it just – after I told the people, I was like, oh, I'm not really interested in you in that way. Just trying to be honest, not leading anybody on. Right. <laughs> they took it the wrong way. Every single person. And like, I get, I get it. It's not easy to hear that. And especially the in a world. The male ego is very fragile. Yeah. In a world that, you know, that people's ghosts rather than, right. you know, be honest. be honest and just, I'm not saying everybody does it. I'm not trying to, you know, come at you or anybody, um, but that does happen a lot. Mm. And so, you know, one, they got really upset with me. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. So I'm like, you know, through that experience and just my thoughts and my feelings about all of them, like, you know what? We're deleting everything. So I deleted all my dating apps and that was it. I haven't been back on a dating app since almost, uh, no, I would say over six months for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, 
So yeah, and I don't know. I'm not planning on going back. I've come from a place of really wanting to be in a relationship, but also recognizing that relationships take time, a lot of effort. Yeah. And it takes a lot out of you. Now, it's not just like, oh, yeah, you're going to have somebody. It's, 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 <laughs> if it's, you know, if it's going to be a serious relationship, it's, it takes work. Yes. So, you know, if it's going to be a healthy those, relationship. Yes, exactly. It takes work. Exactly. Yeah. And so now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I have grown so much from being really not okay with being single to a yeah. point where I'm like, yeah, I'm loving this. Like I'm living my life. I'm growing me. That was a, that's a huge mm. thing. I want to grow as much as I can before I have another person. Cause you can't really do certain growing when you have somebody else in my personal opinion. Interesting. Why do you think that is? Well, because you, you're, you always have someone else on your mind if you really care for that person. Okay. And so, you know, certain things you can't, you know, do or adjust or grow on because there's always that other person there that you care very deeply for, depending on which level you are with that person. You know, if it's really liking them, loving them, you know, different stages, fiance, then a husband or in my case. Um, so yeah, I think it just really depends. I mean, granted everybody's different but that's just that's just my opinion um so you think like it's more of how working on you it's naturally a selfish act right and so you're you're saying because of the nature of working on yourself you can't do it to the degree that you're doing now in your singleness when you're in a relationship because it would detract from building your relationship together yes well because knowing myself I, I care a lot for people and I put myself second. Yeah. So if I don't put myself first now and grow certain areas, then I'm going to be very lost and I'm going to become very swept up with that other person, especially since I've never been in a relationship and there's so many different aspects that we're going to get into. Yeah. But I think knowing myself, I'm going to try so hard to make it work because again, I have that fear of losing someone. So I would try so hard to make it work. I'd forget about my needs sometimes too, which I've been trying to grow on and be confident I was just going to ask in. you if that's something that you're working on, like creating yeah. those boundaries and being but, able to find that balance. Yeah, I'm becoming strong in my own voice because sometimes I don't want to voice things because I get scared of what that person's going to think. So I need Can to work confirm. on that. Yes, yeah, so I need to work on that before I get in a relationship in order to be in a healthy relationship, so... Yeah. So I've just been growing me and enjoying seeing us. And when that person comes, that person will come. That's kind of where I'm at. Long story short. <laughs> I mean, that was a long story. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. I guess what I also wanted to say to go along with the whole topic, mm-hmm. dating. Another huge reason why I deleted the apps. It's so fr- like, obviously pandemic. That's a big, big elephant in the room. <laughs> that changed a lot of things for how dating is in today's yes. day and age. Yeah. And I just got really sick of the idea of having to talk to someone, first match with someone, then do the whole talking thing. And you talk to multiple people. So it's like, you know, you sit there and you're like, did I already ask this question to this person? And it's just like, it's really confusing, at least for me personally. And so it's like, you're sitting there, you're having the same conversation over and over again. Occasionally, get a person that's not the same and you're like, okay, okay, okay. I like where this is going. 
And then you eventually meet up with someone. And then it doesn't work out. And then you meet up with the next person and do the same process over and over again. Right. Or, you know, that's more of a rare thing, I guess, that could happen. Because you don't really meet with pe- a lot of people because of the pandemic. Mm. But then a lot of ghosting happens. And it's just like, oh, here we go again. Ghosting? It's gone great. Is honestly, it's so cheap <laughs> and it's so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, if you ghost on someone, in my opinion, solely my opinion, uh, you're a coward. Mm. If you don't have the backbone to tell someone, whether it's a person you're romantically interested in, a friend, whoever it is, or whomever it is, if you don't have the backbone to tell them, hey, this is not working out. And it's hard. I get that. Like, I respect that it's hard. But especially if you've been talking to this person a lot, right? Yeah. You know, and you're spending a lot of time and you're kind of like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm not jiving. Mm. Like, you don't have to be fake, but you also don't need to be a jerk and just stop talking to someone. Yeah, especially if you know that person might have feelings for you. Right. Even the potential might. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it people is are like, hard, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to yeah. like rock the boat. And I'm like, yeah, but now you just look like a complete jerk face, mm-hmm. to put it lightly, for not communicating. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guilty and of, it's just, of doing that too, it's though. It's such a expected norm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, if it's, you know, whatever. If, like, there are plenty of fish in the sea. And I hated that too when I was on dating apps, the repetitive. Mm-hmm. The same conversation over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it just felt really cheap. Yeah. And it felt really shallow. Yeah. And I, I never again will I ever do dating apps. Yeah. And I have people that have met people on dating apps and they're happy. And so they're happy thriving. for them. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. For me, no. Yeah, I can't do that. And just honestly, I got tired of doing the same thing over again. And I feel like I'm like, I wasn't truly pre- present. In some conversations, yeah. I get that. And I got tired of them. Totally guilty of that. But, yeah, I mean, it's, again, like you were saying, hard to have the same conversations over and over again. Especially the ones that were like, hey, hi, what's up? Nothing. You? Nothing. <laughs> like, oh, I've had plenty of those. Yeah. Uh, but another layer of that is hookup culture. How people are only on apps. And they don't make it clear that they're just looking for hookups. Right. If you're just looking for hookups, <laughs> PSA, just own it. Yeah. If you, nothing wrong with it, no shame. Right. Like, li- do you make your own choices? Mm. But just own it. Because mm-hmm. there are people out there truly looking for love. Yeah. And a relationship commitment titles. And there's been a f- there's been a few people that I've talked to when I was on the apps um, <laughs> that were straight up about that, like they're not looking for anything they just want to hook up i'm like okay bye like it was nice when you hope you hope you find what you're looking for <laughs> good luck on <laughs> good your luck. search <laughs> um but some people weren't and like then i started getting the vibe i'm like okay i'm getting extremely uncomfortable now <laughs> goodbye <laughs> adios <laughs> yeah i don't i don't really get that i think some of it is i'm it's harder for me to not be super upfront with you mm. than it is for me to just be upfront with you. Mm. Like I'm not 
you know, especially me now having gone through all the growth and working on myself as extensively as I did. I'm really, really about not wasting people's time. Same. I'm huge on that. And please don't waste mine. Yeah. In any arena. Like, there's grace. I love you. Like, I'm empathetic and understanding. Like, if you have stuff going on in your life and things change, life happens. Mm -hmm. But just communicate it when those things happen. You know? It's okay to be like, hey, yeah, uh, not feeling this anymore. Mm -hmm. And... You know, I had a conversation with someone um, that I was developing feelings for. Mm-hmm. And I say feelings very lightly. It wasn't like I was Anything falling deep. in love. But I was just like, yeah, this person is dope. Really love hanging out with them. And I'm super attracted to them. And I was super upfront with him. Because I was like, if this is not a thing, if there's no possibility of this, I want to be able to just move on in my mind. Because my brain would sit there and think about it. I'm like, yeah. I don't have time for this to take up mental real estate. Oh, that drives me crazy. I don't. Crazy. <laughs> and it sounds so, I don't I don't know. It just sounds like uh, I'm just too busy to even think about it. But really, like I have so much going on in my head all the time. Yeah. And I was super upfront. I was like, can I say something to you that could potentially be super awkward? <laughs> He's like, yeah, shoot. And I told him and we were honest with each other. And guess what? We're still friends. And I love this guy like as a friend. And he's an incredibly important person in my life. And we support each other and show love. But it's just you. It all stemmed from being honest and open. Yeah. And was I nervous to do that? Yeah. Because you you were bold as heck. Never know how that's going to be received. Yeah. But now we know where we stand. Yeah. And what, there's never that wondering gray area of like, what mm-hmm. if? It's like, no, just eliminate the what if and just get it out on the table. And if they say no, thanks. And after that conversation, that's when I realized personally, yeah, I don't know if I actually have time to really invest in a relationship to the level that I would want to. Yeah. In developing that bond and spending time to get to know each other and, um, being intentional with my time like I'm I'm just not there right now in this moment in life and that conversation really gave way for me to realize that Mm -hmm. and that wouldn't have happened yeah I would have still been kind of not moping around I'm not a moper but it'd be (laughs) in your mind sometimes like like, oh yeah like "Mm, what if I don't know it's like no said it it's out there it's done moving on that sparks we're cool we're still friends (laughs) that sparks that question can guys and girls be just friends? You know, this is a very hot, hot question that I've been hearing here and there. Really? Um, like recently? Yeah, actually, I would say What's maybe the not consensus? super recent. Mm, I don't know. I feel like there's much debate about this. There's much debate. Much debate. <laughs> Quite but, the caucus. I don't know. From my personal opinion, if I had to answer this question. Please. Please. Okay. Uh, I think... In any, you know, that's hard to answer at the same time because, you know, that's my, you know, I'm attracted to guys, but people who might not be, it might be a little different. So, mm-hmm. like, I can't really speak on that, but this is just me speaking from my experience and my personal opinion. Yeah, um, this conversation is fully coming from two straight women. Yes. And we acknowledge that. Yes. So, I, yeah, I do wanted to bring that up. But the floor um, is open for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so please, if you want to add um, anything to this conversation, socials, you know them. We've said them, but we'll say them at the end of, the, <laughs> of this episode, yeah. just in case. Um, so I think that you can be, but.
But there's always that moment like, do I like this person more than a friend? At least that's what happened with me. And most of, it's actually really funny. Most of my guy friendships, there was that moment in the beginning of a potential like something. But then it was like shot down. Like, yeah, no, we don't really have feelings for each other in that way. And then I've, I've had friends since that moment in my life. Do you think you have more guy friends than girlfriends? Yeah. I mean, I grew up with guys too. Like we relate to that, um, on that, I should say. Um, I grew up in a neighborhood where there was more, mostly guys. I had na- girl neighbors, but they were young, much younger than me. Yeah. And the guys were around my age, a little bit older, and then my brother's age as well. So it kind of worked out. We mostly all hung out. So Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's very much possible to be f- friends with a guy and not have any... I I agree with you. I've had the unfortunate situations of guy friends catching the feels for me, Mm. like deep feelings. Mm. And so here's you're so you grew up with guys, but you still are very girly. I'm not. I can. I'm more. I don't know the amount of people that describe me as androgynous. Mm. is a little weird sometimes. Mm Like, my style and, you know, my personality isn't super girly. Um, And so I think that's hard sometimes. Like, I used to get the comment all the time of, like, you're not like other women. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't get uptight about things, like, that guys talk about, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that might just be a lot of my pretty low judgmental personality of, like, I'm going to call you out if it's messed up. But I'm also understanding that we're all messed up yeah. in our own ways. Like, who mm-hmm. am I to sit here and be like, oh, my God, that's jacked up. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, if I really think it's worth pointing out and saying something, I'm going to say something. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I had guy friends. My most recent relationship, he hated that I had guy friends. And, mm. and there was a relationship before that I've dated a couple guys that were super insecure about me having guy friends and so over the years I've lost a lot of my guy friends and that's why I'm so fortunate for the guy friends that I have in my life now because um it's just nice I've missed it I've missed having guy friends Mm -hmm. like I just don't believe that women only can be friends with women and guys can only be friends with guys I think it's that clear establishment of boundaries and defining the relationship like yeah what I had to do with my friend recently Mm -hmm. I acknowledged that I had these feelings and these attractions, I put it out there on the table, was like, mm-hmm. what are the chances of these happening? <laughs> I shot my shot, yeah. as they say. <laughs> and I didn't feel horribly rejected. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like... But that's also because the the person is very kind and he knew what he was doing, like how he talked to you about it. Right. So And, and we were really open with each other yeah. and it was nice and he had no idea. <laughs> Which just shows you how good I am at, like, suppressing things. But um, he was like, wait, really? Like, I had no idea. This is so interesting. I'm like, yeah, um, just going to put this out on the table. (laughs) But in the past, there was never really that establishment about – it was just like, yeah, we're friends. Mm -hmm. And then I think – I think that there's definitely a necessity for boundaries within guy-girl relationships in some regard. I agree. With some things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say like there are rules like everybody has different friendships. Yeah. There are relationships that are best friends and they've been since they were kids and they talk about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but the idea of being together romantically is gross. Yeah. You know, I acknowledge that and everyone's so different, but I think it's possible. Mm -hmm. I think there was a period in my life where I, I wore that like a badge of honor, Mm. but I knew inside I wanted the male attention because that was just from a broken place Mm -hmm. because there are people that want that Mm -hmm. and by people I mean women Mm -hmm. who (laughs) want those male relationships because they want that external gratification and affirmation of their worth Mm -hmm. even if they only get it through a platonic relationship I mean I think that could work both ways vice versa yeah totally in in any other relationship not just female male um male female like when we're just talking about vice versa like I think that just as humans, um, that sometimes we look for that external validation. Um, and I definitely feel I was at a place like that when I was younger, a few years back. Yeah. Not, not too, not too far back. Cause it's pretty recent, I would say, but yeah, I definitely looked for that external validation, whether social media likes, like I was big on who was viewing my stories like do do you ever like post something on your story like oh did he check it or oh, did he is he looking at it like you know and I was just like I look back now I'm like girly snap out of it like if he truly did like you you don't need to look for that like he would be like talking to you and I'm looking at your right. stories like, like that's a just person such a silly he would thing. be talking to yeah but in that moment it felt like such a big deal um, but also just like what guys said to me or how they acted around me or, you know, those types of things. And I look back now, I'm like, okay, well, that happened. It's over. <laughs> we are a new creation. We are a new, new creation. Exactly. So, yeah, I find it really interesting how, how our views of the opposite sex and in some, for some people, the same sex change over time and what we value. Mm in those relationships and um I don't know I don't think anything of my guy friendships they're it's just you're a friend yeah you're a friend of mine yeah you know there's so much less focus on you're a guy and you're my mm-hmm. guy friend it's mm-hmm. just you're a friend yeah Same and too. and I think especially within the Christian culture sometimes I can get a little weird mm. you know with like I'm trying really hard to figure out how to navigate this without False advertising. (laughs) But I think for some Christian groups, Mm -hmm. not like individual church, like fellowships, but just individual groups or Mm -hmm. ideologies, theologies, whatever, there are specific rules that you have to abide by Mm -hmm. when you're in a relationship with the opposite sex Mm -hmm. and boundaries and when you can spend time with them and where you can spend time with them and what context and what's appropriate to talk about with a guy friend and what's not appropriate to talk about with a guy friend like you know there are just some things that you you can't do Mm -hmm. to some people I think and I don't really there are just some areas that I don't talk about with everybody anyways Mm -hmm. you know yeah um, I think that's just because I'm such a transparent person. There mm-hmm. are just some things that I keep sacred just to have sacredness in my mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and have that balance. Um, but it's nothing like huge that would cause me deep shame if it got out. If it got out, I'd be like, well, yep, here I am. Yep. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that sucks. That was the last little smidgy. Like, there's some things that I do, some things that I practice, some things, you know, 
that I just keep to myself mm-hmm. because I'm allowed to be my own person. Yeah. But I don't ever think about when it comes to male, like my male friendships that I have. Mm-hmm. What am I not allowed to talk about? Yeah. And I think a lot of that is tearing down the fear of, well, if I say this, am I going to be less attractive? Because mm-hmm. that used to be a thought pattern of mm-hmm. like, well, I want to seem cool and put together and badass. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's just, I'm not put together. Yeah, you're I, putting up a front almost. I think that I'm pretty cool. Someone. Certainly not put together. You know, there's there's things where I don't I don't need to have a front, like mm-hmm. you just said, to prove my worth to my male friends because I want them to think that I'm cool because I need that validation. Yeah. I just don't need that anymore. So I don't think about what am I allowed to talk about, what I'm not allowed to talk about. It's just naturally I am who I am. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I say something and I'm just like out with it, I'm going to own it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that was, that was a little embarrassing. (laughs) Anyways, how was your day? You know, like, (laughs) just let's just move on. Um, But that, that kind of, bothers me. I think when it comes to dating, because I definitely have a different perspective on dating, mm-hmm. which we could probably get into of like, and I'm curious for you of what are some boundaries that you have with dating that you have in place for yourself? Because we're both two people that we want to date intentionally. Yes. With the end goal of a healthy, happy, thriving marriage. Yes. And we're both Christian women. Yes. Fun fact, if that wasn't caught on before in any episodes previously. Here it is now. <laughs> Breaking news. This just in. They love Jesus. Um, it's true. It's true. And so we both desire a biblical marriage, not yeah. just a legal marriage, and biblical in the sense of not, you know, wives are slaves to their husbands, biblical, like what a lot of people think, but just like we're making vows before God to yes. love this man until death do us part and mm-hmm. take that seriously. And it's not just a you know, Bruno Mars song. Like, yeah. We're looking for something fun Legally to do. on paper. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. that's fine too. Yeah, exactly. And there are people who just do the before God. They don't do it legally on paper. That's totally fine too. It's whatever both of you decide. And that there are people, I mean, legally there are people who do it before God and then they have the legal paperwork and all that stuff. But like, yeah. there's more of like a deeper foundational yes. from our faith thing that we desire in our marriages. Yes. Exactly. That's what I mean by biblical marriage, not mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. <laughs> we, 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 I just, that was a terrible explanation. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm like hearing myself talk. I'm like, shut up. Just stop. <laughs> just stop talking, Jordan. Um, but so back to the question, are yes. there things in a dating relationship that you want to protect or that you have boundaries around or things that you think are important in navigating that? Yeah. I have so much I could say on this, but I've been talking way too long. So <laughs> go. Okay. My, my break in, um, <laughs> take a sip of water here. So that's hard because as we know, I've, as I said it multiple times, uh, haven't been in a relationship. So I'm not almost entirely sure, but I have gotten close, I would say. So I can in a way somewhat Okay. In the last episode, you you described perfectly like your wedding day, a lot of the aspects of your wedding day. So even if it's things that you've imagined that you would yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, just to yeah. call you out on your stuff. Uh, <laughs> um well, boundaries on a relationship. Or just simply, let's simplify this. 
what is important to you in a dating relationship or a dating situation? Well, okay. So biggest one, and I'm sure we've all heard it, communication. <laughs> uh, ding, ding, ding. That's the big one. <laughs> um, <laughs> for sure, communication. Because um, I know that's something also I've been working on in my singleness. Because mm-hmm. I would say, you know, even a month ago, I was very much that is my, one of my weaknesses that I know I've been really growing in and trying to better myself in. Um, and so that is a huge one. Uh, both both sided, you know, for a healthy relationship. Agreed. Yes. Um, Communication is key. And, you know, like, I guess what I would have, what really, it's always like fun. It's like you think about these things, but then when you're asked about them, you're like, oh, wow. Um, let me think about this for a second. Right. It's well, like, it's I, also we all you know. have a mic in front of your face, so that yeah, changes the dynamic. A little bit of pressure. There's no um, pressure. So I've, since my last, I guess, more serious little fling, I'm going to call it, <laughs> uh, I've noticed that I definitely, this was a while back now, I definitely am looking for, you know, a man that also is of, you know, Christian faith because of a lot of different reasons that I'm not going to get into. Mm-hmm. But I've realized that is a huge turning. That was a huge turning point for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, because there's so many differences, you know, of someone who doesn't love Jesus and, you know, certain decisions I make for myself that that person who isn't a follower might understand. And so that's when it clicked for me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, it's just a misalignment, just a, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with I'm not saying I've no I know a few people that, you know, one person is Christian and one person isn't. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just what I've realized for myself that I want for my future. Um, you know, another I guess a boundary is another thing after I've made this realization. Another boundary, um, in terms of certain a certain level of physical touch and intimacy in the sense of there's a boundary that I don't want to cross because me personally, getting it out there, I'm already sweating. I don't know why because I've told many people I'm waiting till marriage and that was a choice that I've made even before um, I transitioned into Christianity. Um, And then once I became Christian, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've always thought I was going to wait till marriage anyway. So um, I'm waiting till marriage. Um, So, you know, there's sometimes when you're in a heated moment between an, uh, you know. Do we mean heated sexually or heated in an argument heated? No, heated sexually. Um, I mean, we just, we're going to go there. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, there's a moment that's like, oh, I'm about to cross a boundary I don't want to cross. And so, like, I wouldn't, for me personally, mind, you know, hand-holding or, like, hugging or anything like that. But, you know, there's certain levels of kissing you start making out and then it, you know, can lead further Escalate. and further. And so I, I I know myself, I'm strong enough to be like, yeah, nope, 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 stopping right here. But I worry that once I get down that road with someone more serious, I could allow myself or, you know, be like, oh, off with it, whatever, you right. know? Because you also, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is. Just say it. 
Okay. Well, because you've never, I felt like I'm like, am I calling her out right now on something she doesn't are you gonna talk say, about? Are I you going to say I'm a virgin? That's, no, I mean, no, no, no. We I just, am. We that's another reason that. why. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's, that's beautiful and that's yeah. wonderful and that's, and, um, I myself have a very different story and we can yeah. we'll flip this background yeah. on me when <laughs> I, was, I answer I was this question. Gonna, but, yeah. um, <clears throat> I was just going to say, you've never been in love. Yeah, that's another so thing. there's like an elevated, like that sexual tension. Yeah. It's, it gets elevated even more when oh, you yeah. have like that really deep, intimate connection a on a heart level yeah. mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to cross yeah. that boundary yeah. when you're like, no, like this is my person and yeah. I love you. And yeah, the added you're important of- and all of those beautiful, romantic, wonderful, mm-hmm. precious things that you experience when you are, when yeah. you are in the love. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It's like the added layer layers of never being in love, never being in a relationship, <laughs> <laughs> being a virgin <laughs> and waiting till like marriage is like all these like, like, tension strings almost it's like yeah Ooh, i'm talking at this one <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh so you know there's a lot of layers that i'm now realizing also in my singleness that i'm thinking upon reflecting upon like yeah i'm gonna have to put a boundary on certain things in my future relationship yeah and I don't know. I'm I'm excited but nervous. There's a lot of things I'm nervous for. Like, am I gonna be a good communicator? Am I gonna be a good girlfriend? Like, I wanna be a good girlfriend so bad. It's like there's all these like nervous little things that I'm like, oh. Can I can I tell you a secret? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna mess it up. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that's not and a that's secret okay. I do. <laughs> it's okay that you mess it up, honestly. Yeah. And I think especially when it comes to relationships, when we idolize it so much mm. and i think christians really fall into this mm. you know of like marriage and yeah. ah, love the, the and pressure of i'm looking for my future husband or right wife or my or future wife yeah. and i think that there's this even when we don't mean to we put this ideal in our mind yes. of we're never gonna fight yeah we're gonna agree on everything luckily luckily we're- i do know that though like i i have these like I, I, yes, in a way, I romanticize love, but mm. I also am trying to stay practical. And mo- with most things in my life, I try to stay practical. Like it's not going to be perfect because I know I'm not perfect. So why would I put that expectation on my future partner yeah. that he's meant to be perfect? You know, and um, and therefore, if I don't put that expectation on him, why would I expect our relationship to be perfect all the time? Yes, there's gonna be good moments. Yes, there's gonna be bad. That's life, you know. So luckily, I've, I think I've kept. <laughs> oh yeah i mean i don't think that you were yeah. out of control and you're fantasizing about a relationship or anything no it's not like drawing unicorns and rainbows in your diary about it la, but la, la. <laughs> <laughs> kittens and rainbows just don't look under the my bed for the right. diary that's under the, the little kidding. lock on it <laughs> and the key <laughs> that you carry around little... on your necklace <laughs> This is my special diary jeez don't expose me i was kidding <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think that's I think that's really interesting. Was that all for your boundaries? Let's just say for the sake of this, I'm sure we can get back into it another time. But how about yourself? I was gonna turn the tables and ask you. Cause I know we have different, you know, backgrounds. So we sure do. I am not a virgin. Mm-hmm. This just in. Um and I wow, okay, so I realized to explain this, I have to kind of I have to like open a door to the listeners yeah. to like fill you in. Okay. So 
Um, I was abused when I was 14 by a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lost my virginity, not by choice. And yeah. it really fascinates me. And fascinates is a weird word. And I understand this. Mm-hmm. And I know that I breeze really quickly through that, guys. And it's mainly because I don't want to get emotional. Yeah. You're just going to cut right into it. Right. Just, so I just yeah. want, I want you guys, my listeners to understand that, that, that is a deep point of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can honestly tell you that, um, God has been so good, mm-hmm. you know, and he's the only reason that I can talk about it yeah. so openly. Um, because I want, I want to take my power back in the way of yeah. helping other people. Yeah. But with my story. So yeah, and that's beautiful. So. so I recognize that I said that really fast yeah. and I just, it can be awkward for people like, whoa, wait, we just went what, what, really yeah. fast mm-hmm. through that. Like what? So I acknowledge that. Um, so that happened and f- back to it, f- it fascinates me in the sense of I, I always romanticized mm-hmm. that in movies, like those scenes yes where oh they have gosh. sex for the first time together or in books we can and talk about that for days and it's so it's so emotional and beautiful and raw and like there's so much love and passion and i would always watch this mm-hmm. just thinking i will never know what that's like yeah i will never ever in all of eternity, know what that's like to give that gift to somebody. Because yeah. in my mind, it's it's a gift, and I think when you when it's been stolen from you, yeah, it's it's elevated to a level of like that's so sacred. Mm. Is that to say that I judge anybody that gives it away outside of marriage, like being a Christian woman? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, like I don't judge you for that. Yeah. Um. But so. That happened, and then after that, it honestly, very like a lot of people, you you're just kind of like, well, pff, it's already gone. Mm-hmm. Who gives a crap? You know, it wasn't seen as valuable, mm-hmm. so who gives a crap about it anymore? And so I just that was just normal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and sex was honestly at the epicenter of almost all of my relationships. Mm-hmm. Whether it was in a healthy place or not, it was a huge component to every relationship I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I derived a lot of my self-worth was, from was how good I was in bed. Yeah. I'm sweating now and my heart is pounding in my chest. I love you, my friend. No, it's, it's okay. I, know, and I love you still. too. But um, so when it comes bringing all of this and relating it to the question of boundaries and dating and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I have to have a lot of huge boundaries in that area yeah. because it's very easy for me still. I'm redeemed. I have done so much work on myself and therapy, a whole lot of Jesus and a mm. whole lot of self-awareness and working through things. And um, I still recognize it's easy for me to come into that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to have a lot of boundaries. And for me, that looks like if you come into my personal space, you're only here in a time of day when it's not, you know, like, I don't know. It's not like nighttime is the only time you can have sex if you want it bad enough, yeah. obviously. But I think that it's just recognizing that, like, there's a part of me I think about sometimes, do I even want them to come into my space? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like... That's I- a boundary you're going to have to you know, adjust with the relationship. 
Um, right. And I, that was, I was just, th- that thought came to me that, you know, in each relationship, each partnership, like, however that, that might be for you or right. me, like, it's going to adjust with each person. So that's yeah. all I was going to add. Sorry for interrupting. No, that's fine. Cause I'm already really protective because yeah. I live where I work. Yeah. And you know, I'm a, I'm a live in nanny. Mm-hmm. And so there are children here too. And mm-hmm. so I take that very seriously. Yeah. And that's in friendship, no matter what, yes. like yes, if you, you get do. clearance to come into my home, that's an honor. <laughs> that is a yeah. huge honor in my life because mm-hmm. I take it very seriously. And I also have no qualms with saying, no, you are not welcome here. Mm-hmm. If, I don't feel like you're safe yeah, or that you are going to come in here and not bring any weird judge. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's just that boundary, mm-hmm. you know, and I, definitely for me communication because I really am not interested in wasting time Yeah. because time is so precious mm-hmm. and because I want to date intentionally. Yes. And for me, dating intentionally isn't just, oh, I'm dating because I want to find a wife or a husband. It's, Dating intentionally is being willing to say, this has been great, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I want to continue. Yeah. And that's why I've been single my entire life, you know? Yeah. Like there's been multiple chances and yes, I've hurt a lot of people and I'm 100% aware of that. And it, it hurt me even having to have those conversations of, I'm sorry. Like I, I just, I don't feel that deeply for you in that way. And I've had to let go and I, I, it, it still makes me a little upset that I had to do that, but it had to be done because I'm not going to waste someone else's time, nor mine, nor lead them on and then be like, yeah, I've never felt anything for you in that way. I just couldn't say anything. Like, right. and I understand how hard it is, though. with them or you're like, and I'm just one of these, like, listen, if we go on one day and you don't feel something. Yeah. Or, I mean, and I get it. Sometimes you have an off night, you have a moment, maybe yeah. the second day. It's just... I don't want to spend a month hashing out if we want to keep seeing each other. And like people say like, and you've said this too, like if you love, like you fall for someone, like, you know, you know that feeling like, like first, not first impression, but first feeling, at least for me personally, I'm speaking from personal experience. And I know I keep saying that. We are always speaking from personal experience. We're never speaking as a universal truth about anybody. But it's just, it's just like that gut feeling as as Christian, that that little Holy Spirit, like yeah, you you like him, you, you know, like you know, you just he's know nice. he's nice, yeah, nice butt. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like you know, you like you have. I I personally know when I like someone when I have those butterflies. I have butterflies in my stomach. Oh, I blush and it's yeah. obnoxious. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my god, you know, if there's one thing. I mean, there are a lot of things, but if there's like a top thing, can you just remove that? (laughs) Like that, just that. And I can't control it. It just happens. And then I think about it. I'm like, stop, 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 stop. And And I feel it it rising. I'm like, stop, 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 stop. Oh my gosh. Because I'm not freaking out really about the situation. It's just, I flush and then I'm upset that I'm flushing. Yeah. And then that's when I start to freak out. And then like I start sweating and I'm like, you're a mess. Who are you right now? And I have to go like shove paper towels under my armpits. Just hold them there. How you doing? This is horrible. (laughs) Um, But yeah, definitely boundaries established. And dependent upon the person, you know, obviously nobody's the same. Mm -hmm. And sometimes boundaries are going to adjust and shift dependent. I mean, I don't know. Like, 
I could meet somebody and it's fantastic and we have ridiculous chemistry and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you can't cook you can, six feet. Shutting it down. Times, <laughs> six feet. I don't want to be anywhere near you. <laughs> Love your face. Yeah. Appreciate you, but you need to back up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just being raw and honest about those things. Yeah. And because if you're not, then that person might think, oh, they're not attracted to me. You don't tell them, like, I'm insanely attracted to you. <laughs> we got to take it down a notch. I need breathing room. <laughs> um, yeah, the intentionality is really important yeah. to me. And I think intentionally, I'm not someone who is going to be going on dates with different guys three times a week. Yeah. It's like, if we're going on dates, you're my focus. Yes. And I just want the same respect and honor. Yeah. Of, I'm, we're yeah. seeing... How this works out, if this mm-hmm. doesn't work out, cool. If we have a click happen and we are really jiving and we want to invest more time, mm-hmm. cool. I don't want to have that weird conversation of, are we exclusive? Like, that conversation only comes out if you're dating around. Yeah. I'm just not that person. Yeah. I've never I, – I did a, a brief moment of that when I was doing online dating, and it sucked. Yeah, It no. sucked. You just feel like trash. Mm-hmm. Personally, I just yeah. felt like trash of like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. None of these guys are actually interested in getting to know you yeah, and wanting to know your heart mm-hmm. and your passions and what you believe and what you think and have theological and philosophical conversations and talk about yeah. literature and like all that nerdy stuff that you want to talk about. Like they just, they want to get into bed with you mm-hmm. and or they're judging you based upon their own personal criteria of what they think a woman should be like for them. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not here to like win some sort of sh- like prize. Yeah. You know, it's like Jasmine. I'm not mm-hmm. a prize to be won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it goes both sides. And I yeah. wouldn't want someone to feel that way and have to ask that question of, so are you seeing anybody else? Like, mm-hmm. w- what are we? Like, no, we're grown. Mm-hmm. I just, and this is all me, and this is from my dating history and what yeah. I really f- want moving into the dating scene. I just want to know that you're being intentional with me, mm-hmm. and I don't have to wonder, like, are you out going on dates with other women? Like, I don't own you, obviously. Yeah. You're allowed to do what you want to do, but for me personally, I just don't want to have that conversation Mm -hmm. of whether or not we're exclusive because I don't have time to go on three different dates with three different guys. Yeah. And it's just like, it's too much. It's too many logistics. Yeah. Too many outfit plannings. (laughs) Too much shifting of my G-Cal and having to worry about keeping details straight. Like what what you were saying. Have I asked this question before? I was just about to say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which one yeah. said they went on vacation here? I don't remember. Mm. I just, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And, and I don't know. It's, we, I think we all want that person mm-hmm. that's going to want to just spend time with you. Yeah. Um, whether you're a guy or a girl and mm-hmm. you're hoping that it's a guy or a girl wanting to do that with you. I think we all want that one-on-one intentionality mm-hmm. of, yeah, if this fizzles out, cool. Then I'll move on. Yeah, someone that chooses doesn't. you and you choose them. Right, because then yeah. it's also, what if you are seeing other women and then you, like, we have this chemistry and we click and it's great and we're like, wow, there's, like, something here. Then you have to have that conversation with whomever else you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, communication. And that just sucks for them. Like, yeah. what if they really liked you and they thought it was going somewhere yeah. with you? You know, it's mm-hmm. just... 
And I definitely recognize that I have low-key trust issues. Because mm. I have dated guys who have lied to me and cheated on me. And mm. um, who have been manipulators and gaslighters and liars and all those wonderful qualities that I apparently found so attractive at one point in my life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, broken people are attracted to broken people. Mm. At least in my experience, I really found that with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one relationship that was, I mean, we definitely weren't perfect, but it was the healthiest relationship I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And that was the hardest relationship to say goodbye to. Mm -hmm. And that really came out of just lack of foundational things that we needed Mm -hmm. for me to be happy in the relationship. Yeah. Like, I'm with you of like, it, it matters deeply to me that you are a Christian mm-hmm. before it didn't matter. And it's funny because I've had more experience with watching couples who one is Christian, one is not be mm-hmm. absolute messes of marriages. Yeah. And, and that's not to say like, I mean, my parents did marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember all sorts of stuff from that, like overhearing stuff. And there were Christian couples, not, you know, one Christian, one non. And it was just, I never saw that work out mm-hmm. where there was one that was a Christian and one wasn't. And I just, I don't, excuse me, I don't want to, other people might be happy with that, but I know that I won't. Yeah. And it's taken me a long time to come into a place where I can boldly say, this is what I want and what I feel I need mm-hmm. and not and not think that I'm being a snob or mm-hmm. I am being pretentious or needy, but no, I'm allowed to want things in my relationship and I'm willing to hold out for those things. Same. And so I think all of that to say there's an element to this quote season that I'm in where it's I'm single until I meet a man who makes it worth not being. Mm-hmm. And not saying like, you have to be worth my time and you have to be good enough for me because I just hate that attitude in general, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But just like that relationship where you're like, yes, I want to sacrifice time. Mm -hmm. Yes, I want to invest into this. Yes, you add to my life, Mm -hmm. not distract or detract from my life. You add to it. You add a fullness Mm -hmm. and... It's not, I don't know. Like that's to me, it's just like, I want the relationship that I'm in to add value. And I've never had a relationship where it added value in all areas of my life Mm. where it was fully. And that's like, I still know he's going to do stuff that drives me crazy. Yeah, I'm going to do stuff that drives me crazy. We're going to be tired or hungry or whatever and get pissed at each other and say something that we don't mean and have a stupid fight over. Can you please, (laughs) for the love of God, put the thing back when you're done with it, whatever, it, like, whatever it is, like, can we, can we just please just, uh, you know, I understand that, hmm. but it's finding somebody that in those moments you can communicate, you can move on, you yeah. can take a breather and come back together. You can see that the little things don't need to become big things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's empathy for each other's emotions and where we're at and compassion for each other and like legit listening skills because mm-hmm. it's not enough to just be a good communicator in a relationship 
you have to be a good listener. Yes, that's, yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, I was a communicator, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So thank you for bringing that up. Because, <laughs> like, you can be great at communicating yourself, but if you're just talking over your partner all the time and it's all about you, 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 and what you want and woes me and, like, I need more of this and I need yeah. more of that, then it becomes really imbalanced. Mm. And you need to be willing to be a good listener and you need to be willing to be held accountable for mm. the things that you said you're going to do. And not freak out if your partner's like, hey, so you've said that you were going to get this done six times now. Mm. Love you, but I need you to follow through on your word. Mm. You know, accountability. And I think the biggest thing, I'm talking so much and I'm so sorry, no, guys. it's okay. Last thing in the dating relationship <laughs> um, that I'll say that I really feel like I need is we always say we want honest partners. and. Um, but in order to be honest, you have to be asked the right question. Ooh. You, I want someone who's transparent. Like, I don't want to have to ask you specifically, oh, who are you hanging out with tonight? Yeah. For you to say, oh, I'm hanging out with Billy, Bob, and Joe. Mm. I want you to say, oh, I'm going out tonight with Billy, Bob, and Joe. We're going to go down and we're going to have a couple beers and we're going to go play pool. Mm. Cool. I love you. Have fun. Yeah, I should be home by blah, blah, blah. Do you need anything while I'm out? Or whatever, you know, whatever the circumstance calls for. Mm -hmm. But honest men need to be asked the right questions. And I've dated honest men mm -hmm. where, like, oh, you know, I'm going to always be honest with you. You just have to ask me. I'll mm -hmm. tell you anything you want to know. Okay, but there are things that I don't know to ask. Mm -hmm. There are questions I don't know I should be asking. And you're not transparent. Mm. You're honest. That's great. You'll answer me, quote, honestly when I yeah. ask you. But if I don't ask you that specific question about that specific thing, you're never going to tell me. Yeah. And so I care deeply, deeply, deeply about transparency. Mm. Where are we at? Where are we feeling? Where, mm. where, are we, where are we on the emotion scale today? Like, yeah. what are we up to? You know, and that's for me, I want that in my marriage. And it needs to start in the dating relationship. Oh, yeah. To build upon that foundation of you don't need to guess what I'm doing mm. or who I'm with or where I'm at. Yeah. Because I'm honest and transparent with you. If you mm. ask me a question, I'm going to answer you honestly. But I really believe like positive and healthy communication starts with saying things before it's asked. Yeah. Like you should communicate things before it's asked. Like I always hated that. Like, oh, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Just ask. Mm. I'm an open book. No, you're not. <laughs> You're not an open book. Sorry, it was the accent for me. <laughs> that's oh. just that's just my 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 guy voice when they're absolute idiots. But, so it, <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, it's like it's like I'm not trying to track you or anything like that. It's just like I just want to know what's like what's up. It's like I don't. It's just spend every second for the other with person. You. Exactly. I don't need to spend every second with you. I just want to yeah have that. Like, you know what's going on yeah, in your exactly. life. You and I tell each other what we're doing. Yeah. Just because we're friends and we have yeah. a relationship. Like, oh, yeah. I literally ran through my schedule for the next <laughs> month with you. I didn't need to do that. Yeah. It's just good to know. But there's like a communication level and a transparency of yeah. like, hey, this is what I have going on. And, you know, just so you know, so you know how to fit into that. Mm. Or I have plans with this person and this is what's going on. And it's just it's just a respect of yeah. our relationship. And for you to know where you're at with me and where I'm at with me and all this stuff. And yeah. especially in a dating relationship, it's like, I don't ever want to play 
guess who with you. I don't yeah. want to play Where's Waldo mm-hmm. or Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. I just want to <laughs> know what's up. Yeah. You know, it. I shouldn't have to dig for you to be open with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things. And it ties into that communication factor and that intentionality. Mm-hmm. Like, just be upfront with me. Yeah. You know, and I think guys get weird about, oh, like, she wants to know where I'm at all the time. Like, no, there are going to be times when I want to go out with my friends. Yeah. And I'm going to want time where I'm alone mm-hmm. working on stuff. And I'm yeah, going to tell you where I'm going, who I'm with, where, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, to me, it's just a no brainer. Mm-hmm. It's not a, I own you and you own me. Mm-hmm. It's you, we respect each other. And the position we have in each other's lives. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm this way with my friends. Yeah. And my family. And I've watched this with my parents, you know, and I'm incredibly blessed to have parents who are still married. And I understand the immense blessing that it, that is. Mm -hmm. Do I want a marriage like my parents? No, there are a lot of things where I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I love you. And I love that you're in love still after so many decades. Mm-hmm. But there, I'm not looking to have the same marriage as my parents. Yeah. At all. And I think people. Because you're different that. people. Like you're, you're not your mom or dad, and your partner won't be your mom or dad. You Thank know? you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I love you, mom and dad, so much. Um, mom and dad. My dad would cringe at that because I call him Papa. Papa yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, Dad, where's that what? come from? But yeah, I just, you know, I just, I've dated enough shady dudes who don't want to just be open about where the heck they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't. Either you're going to just tell me. And a lot of that is the security of you're in charge of your own life. And it's Mm -hmm. also, if you're not doing anything shady, what's the issue with just being transparent? Mm -hmm. Or being transparent about your past. Because to me, I don't have a squeaky clean past. Yeah. I'm an open book. Sex, drugs, and alcohol. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, just out of respect of, I want you to know where I've been, mm-hmm. not because I'm <sighs> flaunting it in a way. Flaunting it. Mm-hmm. It's just more out of respect of like, this is where I'm at. Yeah. This is who I am. This is my history. This yeah, is the where history from, of my life. Who, yeah. What made me me. Right. And I'm also very open about my past and mm-hmm. the things that I struggle with or struggled with yeah. on social media and stuff. And so just out of respect of that too and if it ever came up you're like i didn't know that or if it was like an awkward like i don't know you know those things that you either hear about or you know and i feel like this part is realistic in movies where it's like it's come up like at an awkward moment you're like and it becomes this huge deal Mm. because you didn't tell them or something oh yeah or whatever but but yeah that's that's my only point i was gonna add to that yeah like, the only time I'm ever going to keep stuff from you is if I'm surprising you with a party. Yeah. Or a gift. Or a trip. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. Like, I dated this guy who was like, I'll tell you when you need to know. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just sit here and keep my mouth shut. And yeah. I don't know. Do some embroidery. <laughs> Make a quilt go bake a pie like what do you want me to it was just it was so dismissive yeah and i hated that yeah that's like a big slap in the face like yeah like oh i'll tell you when you need to know Mm -hmm. oh okay okay this is jacked up um (sighs) 
but yes. So those are the things for me that are important in a relationship. And I just want to, I want to round this off with another doozy of a question. Mm. So do you have any fears around? Oh, think. Okay. I was going to actually be like, Dang. yeah, I go, I want to get into that. I'm glad our minds are synced or whatever just happened. Mind but meld. Ooh. Like Vulcan. <laughs> I do, before I answer this question, Please. I do want to say that, you know, anything that we've said, also, I, my attention keeps getting drawn. Like, I keep seeing, like, little things move. I saw I saw a bug on that picture, and then I just saw a bug climbing over there. But anyway, just let me know if there's one on my face, then I'll freak out. <laughs> so my I dedication have, have, right now. I have a lot of plants in my room, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That, that might be the reason why. But that um, anything. I'm not that, dirty or anything. <laughs> Sorry. Jordan's got bugs crawling you. everywhere in her room. She doesn't. No, she j- you just don't kill them. <laughs> okay, if it's a spider... Okay, fun facts. Way sidebar. So unrelated. And I'm so sorry. I don't. I escort them outside. I've been learning to do that, not freak out and have someone kill it for me. Because spiders are our friends. Yeah. And I, I hate killing spiders. I genuinely feel bad mm-hmm. if I kill a spider. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry. Um... If, like, we've said anything during this episode that might have offended you, like, oh, I do that. It's just from our personal experience of how we felt. We're not trying to come at you. And if, like, for example, you date because you just don't want to feel lonely, what what it comes down to, that's totally fine, I think, as long as you're communicating. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, I'm just here, you know, and, like, I'm not entirely sure, you know, depending on that partnership, whatever you want to do, whoever, you know, you want to be with. That's that's totally okay. This just again our opinions and how we felt and whatnot. So just wanted to get that out. This side of the couch just wants to tell you that if you are someone who is dating because you feel lonely, it's and hard. You feel like a partnership a is is the only way to not feel lonely or to find value as someone who searched for value and affirmation in relationships. I just want to tell you that you are loved mm. and you are valuable as your own whole person and you are beautiful and precious and wonderful. And, um, I know what that feels like yeah. to see this is what Jordan's in relationship. One of the good reasons Jordan's Jordan is the best co-host because she's better at articulating and finding the right words. So thank you for what Jordan said. Anyway, to answer your question. <laughs> you just like breezed right by that. Like you got all awkward and stuff. Because but seriously, I just I I feel like I just want to pause for a minute because relationships are really hard. Mm-hmm. And they're tricky and they cause, for some people, it bring it triggers a lot of trauma stuff. It triggers a lot of behaviors on the other side of trauma. And I just, I just want to express, like, always mm-hmm. with our conversations, you're not alone. Yeah. And we're here for you if you want to talk about something. And we love you. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just wanted to be said, like, I, I'm very, very passionate about people knowing you're valuable and you're wonderful and you're loved and you're precious. And who you are is needed in this world because there's mm-hmm. only one you. And without you, the world would be less colorful and it would be less beautiful and full. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're, we're speaking from personal experience and live your life. You are your own expert on your life. Exactly. But just know that you're loved. Yes. As your own person. Yes. So beautifully said. Now we may move on. <laughs> so happens when I get nervous. She's like, okay, moving on. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
Um, I love you. You are my yin to my, you are the yin to my yang on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, fears, fears. I think I have a lot of fears when it comes to relationships. I touched on this in terms of like, uh, am I going to be a good girlfriend, blah, 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 like that type of stuff. But also big insecurities in terms of, yeah, like, you know, I know that, um, I hope that in God's plan that I, there is a husband in there somewhere, but there's this like, there's this God's plan. Sometimes (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) I know, (laughs) I know that, you know, that, well, I hope that that's the thing, but Sorry, I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. Um, I'm back now. That the human, you know, thoughts sometimes <coughs> creep in and there's moments where I have to hard reset because thoughts of, you know, I'm not good enough to be someone's girlfriend. Mm. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this. I'm not kind of, I'm not a good communicator. Like, you know, it's just the general insecurities of this is why I'm not in a relationship. Mm. But then, like, the more practical side of – okay, wait, wait, back up, back up, back up, back up. First of all, these are your insecurities of just in general about you that you need to stop because, you know, chances of you being born, you're like, God made me for who I'm supposed to be and, like, and all this other stuff. But then, you know, I am in a way scared. I do have walls up, built up from, you know, hurt of little flings in the past you know not relationships but they still hurt um and so you know walls built up from that and i you know that fear of me finally falling for someone and then falling out of it you know (laughs) that that scares me so i think in a sense of me also thinking yeah i'm not feeling that way for someone that fear also prevented me from being in a relationship but yeah, I've worked really hard to try not to fall for those fears and listen to those insecurities. And yeah, I mean, but sometimes they creep in, yeah. you know, here and there. And loneliness is a bee, like I said, and it's hard sometimes not to, you know, really want someone and then you don't have someone because of these in such and such insecurities. So, you know, it happens, but. Yeah. Well, <laughs> first, um, those are all very valid fears mm-hmm. and like normal fears because I definitely I resonate with the insecurity part. Mm-hmm. Like I've oh, like there's been a thought recently of yeah you oh I can't get married until I'm thinner. Oh, no, mind. We haven't talked about that. Oh, Hot but you, we, had, we had we had we had a little. Um, chit chat about the insecurities that you were feeling but continue i'm sorry for interrupting no that's fine so i mean definitely struggling with um my self-image lately a lot of that is just the compounding stress from grad school and Mm -hmm. other things going on that Mm -hmm. um just kind of flung me into this weird headspace in that area of my life Mm -hmm. but yeah like there's that weird thought that comes in of no one's going to want to be in a legitimate relationship with you until you're thinner mm. or you have to be more attractive or 
this and this or mm-hmm. like randomly like what if he doesn't like tattoos and then i'm like idiot if he doesn't like tattoos he's not gonna date you and you're not gonna date him that's mm-hmm. stupid mm-hmm. like no um or just like for me you know i mean in the last episode we talked about feeling left behind and there have been some insecurities like i texted you randomly i'm like have you ever had the feeling like everyone's just being super nice to you but nobody actually likes you yeah this is the conversation like you're just kind of there and they're like yeah cool 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 but no one truly finds you interesting Mm. and genuinely likes you likes you not Mm. not like like but not just oh we love her because you know she's our sister in christ but like we like her and we think she's cool and interesting and dynamic and this and that like those insecurities have been coming up and that's just kind of bled over into this area, even though I'm not focused on dating and stuff right now. Of yeah. What if nobody finds me interesting mm. to want to be in a relationship with me? Like, am I dynamic enough? Am I interesting enough? Do I, what do I do that's interesting or cool? And then I had to like, I have to stop and ask myself, does it matter? Mm. Like, the right person will find the things that I enjoy and that I'm into interesting and cool. Yeah. So there's, like, it's kind of like tennis, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, your fear will hit you with something, and then you got to just send it right back, and you just have these really Not in this house. (laughs) Yeah. You're, like, out there, like, Serena, like, (laughs) And you're just, like, just being a queen, and you're, like, just sending this stuff back because you're, like, this is not – these thoughts don't deserve – headspace yeah but they come up and i think one of the biggest fears for me around dating and relationships is is that moment where you start talking about your past because mm. to me if you're going to enter into a relationship with me i don't want you to just know who i am now yeah i want you to focus on that yeah i want you to see me as i am now yeah but to hide your past from somebody especially in relation to sex and all these different things mm-hmm. i care very deeply about being transparent in those areas so there's a there's a fear there mm. of like oh you're going to scare them off in a way right oh mm. wow okay or just my personality you know and i like feeling like do i need to turn myself down for somebody oh, do i need yeah. to this and do i need to that like And just feeling that, has anybody ever truly loved me and liked me from a male perspective, like Mm -hmm. a guy, a man, have, have they, have I ever been truly loved for all of me? Yeah. These are all real things. Yeah. All of me. I felt those things too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard. And you kind of fall into this weird pit where you're like, I'm never dating. I'm never dating. And it's just, cause I also, I've had men be like, oh, stop being so insecure. It's not cute. Ugh. I'm like, okay. That's not what you say. Hold on while I take a baseball bat to your kneecap. You know, like. If any male is listening right now, don't say that, please. Because that just makes a woman go even crazier. Confidence is the sexiest thing a woman can wear. That's great. And it's true. But that's for everybody. But even, even sometimes. Okay. Sometimes the most confident women are just faking it till they make it type Mm -hmm. of, type of situation. Just look at Instagram. And. It's, it's just like, if I'm going to be 100% real in any relationship, which is what I'm planning on doing, if you fake it, then you have to keep up that, you know, that fakeness or in a way. And the moment you start breaking down, then the person's like, what are you doing? I thought you were a confident person. You know, it just like, 
don't know. That that's it might not so be sad. snarky. It could be snarky. Well, yeah. The or way I said it was. Like, what is I going apologize. On? That's not what I. That's not what I, how I meant for it to come off. But yeah, yeah. I know. Good what, catch. I know what yeah. you mean. But like, it but can still. be that. Oh, just knocked over my water bottle. It probably um, catch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be a like, what is going on? And you're then changing, like, you're changing. Or, like yeah. you're not yourself, and like I, I don't know how to like handle you when yeah. you're feeling these things, but. Um, yeah, I'm not, I used to wear so many masks mm. and have such a facade and yeah. fake, fake, fakety fake all the time. Like but I'd have a face for this area yeah. of my life and a face for my family area, a yeah. fake face for my friends. And I mean, there were like a very, very small amount of people, like one or two that knew me for who I really yeah. was. And I have no interest. I am the most holy me all the time. Holy mm-hmm. as in W-H-O-L-L-E, not holy as in <laughs> But like, I am fully myself all mm-hmm. the time. And it's, does that mean that I got to ride it out? Yeah. Like yeah. there are days where depression comes knocking on my door yeah, and I'm real same. about that. There are days where I'm like, yeah. And I'm real with that. I'm mm. real about my fears and my insecurities and the things I'm struggling with. And I'm transparent with people about that and open about that on my social media because I hate that. Yeah, Just be real with people. Yeah. It's really hard, you know, to sometimes take that mask off. You know, it's it's easy to put it on. It's hard to take it off. And, oh, it but, took me a solid year yeah. of hard, hard, brutal <laughs> working on myself yeah. and Therapy, also the same way. Yeah. a whole lot of jesus yeah a whole lot of being willing to hold myself accountable allowing other people to hold me accountable yeah yeah it's hard work mm-hmm. to rip off the mask especially when that's all you've known and a lot of that is a coping mechanism on the other side of yeah. trauma yeah because rejection or messing things up yeah. or being vulnerable you're like nope yeah. <laughs> no not me yeah no I'm I think, strong. Yeah, I'll I kick think your ass. <laughs> it's it's extremely worth you know really sitting with yourself and you know am I putting any masks up for people um, or specific situations because you're gonna become exhausted at the end of the day after a period of time wearing that mask and constantly holding it up. Oh yeah, and it's not easy to be your 100% authentic self but there's only one you and you're made to be a specific way and you're made to be the way you are and if someone tries to diminish your light then I'm sorry they can turn around and walk out the door and I'm closing it and locking it you know like if they want another chance of course but you know it's just I've also learned quite recently that and especially after our episode that we talked about this, like the labels that people have put on me or, you know, things that they've said, like one of them being that I'm annoying, like, yeah, to you, I might be, but whatever, I'm still going to continue to be myself. And if that's annoying to you, then I'm sorry, but that's just who I am. And to someone else that might not be annoying, that might just be me, you know, like, oh, she's just, just really energetic or whatever the case might be, you know, it just... Yeah. Well, we talked about that too in that episode of, you know, having people in your life that those are the voices of reason, Mm. you know, because sometimes, yeah, people are going to come in and be like, "Mm, this kind of sucks that you do this. And we too often are like, you're, you're cramping my light. 
Mm-hmm. It will not be put under a bushel. Mm-hmm. But honestly, yeah, maybe you need to take a good hard look in yeah, the mirror. That's and true. No, that's you need people in your life that are going to hold you accountable, but accountable in love. Yes. Yes. And, Important. And this really translates over into relationships. It's, am I having a moment because this is a legitimate moment I need to feel or am mm-hmm. I having a moment Yes, and my partner needs to call me out on this and, mm-hmm. and shine some light on me and yeah. say, hey, it's okay for you to feel what you feel, but you can't treat me like a personal punching bag. Yes. You know, like, or also be willing to give them space. There are some times where it's like, I just, I need to be alone and I need to feel. And for me, where with my relationship with God being as important as it is, like sometimes I just need to be alone with God. Yeah. And I need you to respect that. Like the doors are closed. I need to feel what I feel and I need to to do it with Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and then when I come out mm -hmm. giving me the power to talk about it right then and there, or maybe I want to wait a minute, but I want a partner that I can come out of that space in that room and talk with them about it. I want a partner that I want to come into that room with me in that space with God and be there with me in those moments. And, and it's just that great amount of trust, Mm -hmm. you know, and that yeah like i'm i'm not jerry maguire i don't need anybody to complete me mm-hmm. i'm my own whole person mm-hmm. um and but having somebody who's willing to hold me accountable to my stuff yeah and but do it in love not yes. a criticizing cuz i've had that like i just love you i don't know if you've noticed that's why i just won't point this out and it was just manipulative and gaslit and yeah. or gaslighting and um it wasn't coming from a place of love and betterment Right. It's more of change for their benefit. Yeah. Like, I want you to change so that you fit the ideal of who I think you should be. Yeah. That's when it's like, no, you are coming in here and you are stifling my light of who I am. Yes. That's when it's unhealthy. There exactly. are absolutely circumstances where you need to be held accountable mm-hmm. to your behavior. Yep. In any regard, in any relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's how it's delivered and knowing the person's heart. Yeah. And that's why it's so important that you have that trust and that foundation and that relationship yeah, or that, uh, that foundation of the relationship mm. so that they can mm-hmm. communicate these things to you. Cause yeah. I don't, <laughs> well, my stomach is making so much noise and you probably can't hear it, but it's very distracting to me. Um, we're hungry. <laughs> I just don't want to, I don't, I just, I don't ever want to be in a relationship where I have to wonder, are we okay? Are we good? Yeah. yeah. That's always so stressful. <laughs> like, right. not, not personally, not from my experience in an actual, uh, again, male, female relationship, but like mm-hmm. friendships for me is where I can closely relate it to. Like, yeah. are we good? Like, that's probably one of the worst feelings. Like, first of all, for me, why did I just ask, are we good? But also like the other person, like if something happened on that side, but that's besides the point. I am just wondering if. Yeah, this is definitely and I feel like we're going to we're going to revisit this in another episode where we talk more about relationships and and anything that goes with there's so much. Yeah, there's so much that goes into relationships and and it just it changes for everybody and it's different for everybody. And I think this is something that we could talk about for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, we can bring up multiple times like we might, you know. Who knows? Maybe next year, like we'll be, we'll both be in relationships, or maybe you'll be. I don't know. Whatever the case might be, we'll change in different areas. 
Maybe but. you're the one in a relationship. Oh. I'm not in a relationship. I love how I you totally just like myself. totally just like put that off of like, oh, if if we're not both in a relationship, then it's definitely you just will you. be in and then I won't be. No, don't see that happening. In terms of having time to invest into a relationship, you definitely have the upper hand. <laughs> Taking applications now. Just find me on my personal Instagram. <laughs> just kidding. Slide into those DMs. Uh, don't actually don't please don't please don't that's just no just don't serious inquiries only (laughs) my goodness well i feel like do you have any questions that you want to ask wrap up any final thoughts any things rooming ruminating around in you no i feel like we answered all of them also i don't know have we been kind of all over the place maybe but i'm not complaining i still love this conversation has this conversation been a little chaotic yes but also we're glad you're here we made it this far we made it through the whole thing and we're definitely gonna bring this topic back this topic or things in relation to relationships in general um yeah because i didn't even get into all of the different fears that i have around a relationship yeah do you quickly want to touch on those or do you want to just wait let's just wait okay just leave them wanting more all right. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned for when Jordan <laughs> randomly kicks into that topic. It'll be on something rapid like, fire, but not we're talking really. about something totally unrelated. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. We got to stop for a second. Do you remember when we did the relationship one? I want to talk about those things now. Let's just talk about that right now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us and coming this far, listening to us go on about relationships. Hmm singleness and relationships is what we called it i think dating whatever dating, who knows yeah. i might just I come know. up with some weird <laughs> slang title for this one <laughs> well if you guys want to join the conversation follow us on our instagram at absolutely Imp- imperfect podcast wow it went way too fast there or you can email us at the absolutely imperfect podcast at gmail.com or you can check out our facebook page okay what you can uh, email uh, us at absolutely imperfect podcast at gmail.com there's no the Oops. Why did I say that? Am I? It, it is almost 10. So I'm sorry. Grandma Hours has started a long time ago. Days of our lives. Um, but yeah. I just want to say in conclusion, <laughs> to put a pretty bow on this, that we love you guys and we appreciate yes. you listening. Yes. And um, yeah, that you're loved. We love you. We appreciate you so much. And we would love to hear what you think. Yes, that too. <laughs> this is definitely one of those conversations that a lot of people have a lot to say about. Yeah. And I, so, I, would, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And a lot of differing opinions and different mm-hmm. thoughts and what's important and what's not important mm-hmm. and, and all these things. And yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we can't yeah. wait to talk to you guys again. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>